What's up, movie fans and Netflix bingers? This is the Bros Who Binge podcast. My name is Adam Schubert, and as always, I'm joined by Lennon Burton. Lennon, how are you doing this week? Doing well, man. It is well. I'll save it for movie on the rise. One of the shows that I watch is back. One of my reality shows, but ecstatic. We're talking Reacher. We got some good news, and we're doing our most anticipated good episode for the peeps this week. I will say, um, fuck. Did I just? Oh. Shout out to the audio listeners. I fuck with the audio gang, but shout out to YouTube gang. I'm rocking with y'all. Y'all keep the, we're going to drop more clicks, clips this week. If y'all enjoy the clips, just know we will put the full pod on there eventually, but y'all got to, y'all keep it up with the clips. Y'all have been killing it. Like if you're an audio listener and want to see what the YouTube looks like, come, come through because YouTube gang is killing it. But other than that, doing well. Excited. We have a good episode for the people this week. Yeah, man. You know, props to the YouTube as a platform. Like, I think it's coming back, man. Like, we talked mm-hmm. about, like, the streaming wars. I mean, like, I think there's some people out there that watch YouTube more than they watch certain streaming. It's networks. free. Like, it is. I, I have become a YouTube watcher besides my shows because I don't have youtube tv currently so there's no cable that's consistently going so i'm just when i watch games or, or wrestling that's i know what time that's at so in between it's like i've been watching youtube shit like there's great documentaries on youtube there's great series like yeah. reality series on youtube youtube kills I mean, you, it you, you can watch stuff uh, like uh, all other episodes things like um mm-hmm. the show the show that midnight the new one after midnight mm-hmm. i watch after midnight the day the day after on youtube oh see you watch the whole show you don't mm-hmm. even have to stay up after 2 2 12 30 or do any of that you just watch it on youtube and then pretty soon we're gonna be back into the streaming game that's the next play i'm just waiting on a couple equipment things and then we will be back streaming which i'm excited for and uh uh-huh, i started asking people about pitch it just for two months run the league and just oh i started getting us some fire people but that's not coming till later in the year i like dan's ready <laughs> dan is ready baby like we got some people <laughs> um well they've, it seems like they've been listening to us because some of the stuff that we pitched on there has become real it's things. been happening man it's crazy i like like the term, I'll never forget Dan's Terminator anime. My uh, pitch of what the Continental should be, and hearing that the script was supposed to be that, but then they got changed and it became what it is. Like it's like, oh, they should have went with the original idea. Right. Um, but let's go ahead and get started because the first story we have is the streaming streaming wars are in effect. Netflix up the ante; they made us have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Disney and Hulu following suit. So the oh. crackdown on the password sharing is going to start March 12th. Oh, my friends are going to be pissed. Oh, I'm man. Pissed. My Hulu, I, I think there's like 14 people that use my Hulu, bro. <laughs> like, okay. like legitimately, I, there's at least eight, at minimum eight, at maximum 14. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not doing what my mom does, how she clicks update for me and my brother. You niggas about to have to start paying for y'all Hulu. <laughs> Yeah, I pay for Hulu, Hulu, so I'm not tripping on that. But like for people who don't pay, I feel y'all pain right now. I just took down. I didn't take it all the way down because I realized that I needed it for Bad Batch. But I I put my Disney to the ad one. Oh, yeah, I'm not. I don't Um, pay for that. Disney's out of (laughs) here. I I just got the the Netflix. Oh, nice. So you're back in. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) 
Um, yeah, so. I'm gonna have to buy. I'm I'm gonna end up. So as long as HBO Max doesn't crack down, we can still use Cursed Sisters. So I pay for Hulu and Peacock right now. Um, I'm gonna end up having. Oh, and YouTube TV. I'm gonna pay for in a little bit, but I'm gonna end up having to pay for Netflix because the WWE thing, like the live TV. Like I'm sure there's gonna be something with that to where if you want to watch WWE live. You have to have a separate. I'm sure they're going to do some account shit because there's no way they're just going to let me be able to password share with my mom. And she just click update. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's definitely coming in full force. I think. Um, but fuck know. Disney Plus. They don't have shit. I feel like paying for to watch. I'm sorry. Like not, not Percy Jackson. They're going to be on Hulu, you know, like Percy Jackson. Jackson is it all the way on there now? Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna watch it now. Then okay, lit. Because I thought I just saw it? episode one. Oh, okay. Well, the finale was just tonight. So yeah, it was it yesterday. Could... Yeah, 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 I heard it was good. I saw. Well, I saw clips of it on TikTok. So. Uh yeah no it was good it was, I heard was, I heard people are Percy Jackson fans are very pleased. Walter Scoble did a good job. Problem is Lance Riddick was great as Zeus, but rest in peace. But. It is you can recast human, him. Yeah, is he a human form of a god really the only human form they can take? You know, he could just. I just, I just hope they cast another black guy. Like, let's keep it consistent. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> let's keep like go get. Uh, I'm trying to think of like a black guy who's like Lance Riddick that has that like gravitas. I mean, Coleman Domingo. No. I, I li- yo, that's the first name that came to my mind. But Sterling Brown would be good. Yeah. They'll find somebody. Yeah. I'm not too worried about it. Oh. Um, so moving into our DC stuff, Millie Alcock is officially now cast as Supergirl for James Gunn's DCU. Hey, let's go. Like it. Um, sorry to the other girl. I thought she would. She looked more Supergirl for me. But Millie Alcock's going to do a good job. She's a great actress. She, she's got the name recognition right now, and she's also getting paid by warner brothers yeah facts the other girl was from like a tv sitcom so like i get it yeah so i mean i think millie alcock would do a good job i think Mm -hmm. it'll it'll mesh and they're doing supergirl Um, of tomorrow which is her going into space basically doing game of thrones shit (laughs) like (laughs) yeah legitimately like yeah she might have superpowers one time but she might go somewhere with a red sun where she has to use weapons which is crazy isn't it? Isn't it kind of like similar to Captain Marvel? Um, Marvel comparison that like Captain Marvel went around and it was like you know police of the universe. But she see she's more of like a swashbuckling pirate. Okay. Okay. Yeah, like it, like she it's like her by her her and crypto in her plane with a sword, like just doing wild shit. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing that everyone has to remember about Supergirl is that Supergirl doesn't have the same Clark Kent values. No, 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 no. She was raised different. Like she saw her planet explode. Like Clark was a baby. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, I guess li- it, as she was it, leaving, she was grown up. You know. It's like, you know, we're trying to give comparisons to Marvel people who may not be caught up in the what DC. It's it's like when Thor was with the Guardians. Like, yeah. Someone as powerful as that. Like big, yeah, just doing yeah, wild like, lots shit. of power, but doing like Guardian shit. Facts. Facts. Uh, I saw um, your next story. Matthew Vaughn just needs to give it up and direct like one of these DC movies because he obviously wants to work with DC. Ha- Cavill is gone, brother. It's over. <laughs> we have yeah. we have what's his name? <laughs> Corn sweat. Corn sweat. Like, brother, I do not want a fucking alternate version. Su- no, not for not not for Superman. Not Red Sun. Not right now. 
At definitely not right now. Like the Batman is good enough to where it holds its own. It's not tied down to a comic. But Red Sun, if you're not putting in uh Soviet Wonder Woman, Soviet Batman, all these other big name characters, then Red Sun doesn't fucking work. <laughs> all right. That's that's fair, yeah. So um I'm not really interested in that. No, me neither. Like we I I'd rather Matthew Vaughn just keep doing what he's doing. Either keep doing what you're doing or just come do a normal DC movie. Like, give us the Captain Adam movie. Like, do Adam Strange. Like, if you want to tell some wild shit, get one of these C-list, D-list DC characters that I know James Gunn would let you do because you're a great director. Like, Matthew Vaughn with his action in Kingsman, bro, he would be great for, like, a Deathstroke movie. He would be great for a Grifter movie. He would be great for, like, let's say... I'm trying to think of like a, a, a agency. I don't want to say Suicide Squad, but he could take over Suicide Squad. Yeah, I mean, I could also see Matthew Vaughn like continuing to stay out of it and like mm-hmm. maybe being being someone who works on the like spy movies, live yeah. action project. You know, oh, okay. something. You know, something that could be in the comic space, like you know what he did with Kick Ass, which was like or, uh, like he could do. He could do hundred bullets. He could do hundred like, bullets. He could do hundred bullets for HBO as a TV show, and that would be great if you want to stay in the DC world. Like that's Vertigo, but it, it has nothing yeah, to do I mean, with superheroes. I think he's one of your Vertigo great. guys. Yeah, I think he's like if you're trying to figure out who you want to direct Vertigo comics, like he's the guy. Yeah, he would be great for hundred bullets. Now that I think of that, that would be really good. Um, so John I don't David like the Washington, next one. I don't John like John David Washington is rumored to be considered for Kang. He's you know, not. He's not accepting that. He's not accepting that. I know my guy. He's not accepting that. That's a bullshit role. Marvel's in the shitter right now. They already are rewriting Kang. Don't fucking accept it, John David. That would be the worst thing for your career. Don't do it. Do not do it. I think whoever takes Kang is taking on a. A fucking turd. <laughs> like Jonathan Majors was great in it. They they had a plan with him, but then they deleted stuff and like it's weird. It's weird now. It's one of those cases where, like, you know, if I'm someone like John David Washington, I don't want to fill someone else's shoe mm. shoes. Exactly. Like, you, you You're didn't big ask enough me first. Like then I don't want it. You're big enough to get your own ship, brother. Like you can be John Stewart if you want to be in superheroes. You can be fucking one of these incredible villains. You could like, but I think John, it, if you want to be a hero, you could be John Stewart. John Stewart is yours. It's you one of those kill. things where, like, you know, he's not a replacement guy. Like the next story we're talking about, mm-hmm. Ayurveda Beery, Exit Marbles, Thunderbolts, Geraldine, this one. Yeah, this one. Jer- she she is on the come up. She, mm-hmm. She's a replacement person. Like, John David not- is a franchise guy. He's with Pattinson. Like Pattinson was his sidekick. Like think about that. Pattinson was exactly. his sidekick and tenant. Like brother, you are the lead. You're a bigger name than Jonathan Majors. And, I, and on our podcast, I know Reg dip, and he's part of our group, but he differs from me and, and you. We have John David top three of current actors. Like. You're top Reg has him five six, but like you're you're a top guy, brother. You're not like you're not a fill in for Jonathan Majors. Let Michael B. Jordan no. do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean anyone anyone who takes that role is going to be compared. Sterling and, Brown like, should do that. Would be a good Sterling Brown role. <laughs> it would it'd get him into a big movie mm-hmm. big movies. Yeah. 
So, which is the same deal for the actress who's going to take over for Ayo Ibiri. She was doing lots of work in TV. Vlad Ayo left. Leave that sinking ship. That tells me so much that she left. The fact that she left Thunderbolt, she's like, bro, I'm not, I'm not doing this. This, I don't, this shit isn't working and I'm getting paid less and I'm an Emmy winner. Yeah, I'm out of here. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I agree with that. I think that she just kind of was like, you know, at at the time you had Stevie Wynn involved, and then she was going to get to work with Florence, and and then it becomes. Appealing. I'm shocked like, oh, Florence is still in there. I'm shocked for Florence. Now. Yeah, I don't know if for Florence now. wants to do much more of them films. But I mean, she the check is nice, and she's yeah. obviously going to be getting top billed in that one. Facts, facts, and like the thing is, if Marvel turns it around. It could all work, which the rumor we're is like, that we're Deadpool like, A-O probably 3... wasn't getting top bill. A- oh, no, it was probably getting it was it was like in the cat Dennings crew of people. Yeah, like 100 percent. Ale was not getting. I just turned on my fan. Ale was not getting like, oh, Lee, she's not a superhero or a villain. She's like a desk person and she's better than that. Right. Like, Ale right, should be Storm. Like if we're being real, <laughs> that that would be interesting. <laughs> like if they're doing Young Storm, that should be it. Like yeah, that's or come that's to DC and be vixen out there. <laughs> come to be DC and be vixens. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know if I could see her being a superhero at the mo- right now. Right? Yeah, me career. neither. Me neither. Me neither. I need. I would need her to see do something with a little bit more action. Yeah, facts. Like that's why I want Jeremy Allen White to be like a cop next like like a detective like a hitman he something to, he, he needs, needs to do his he needs his mystic river he needs his prison yeah yeah mystic yeah that's such a good one he definitely needs his or his wind river like jeremy yeah. like oh uh, jeremy renner like he just needs something like that but yeah prisoners for fucking jake gyllenhaal where you just see him as as like some fire shit, but Jake Gyllenhaal going through some shit. I don't know if you saw that report about him. Yeah, before. I did see. It. I didn't really want to talk about it. Because <laughs> yeah, we're, talking about him. we're, we're pro we're Jake, about him. <laughs> but not for what he did. Jake. No, we're pro Jake in terms of his career. Yeah, like, thank you. Yeah, we're pro Jake in terms of his acting, and he does a really good job. But like, if he wasn't on bad drugs and that's how he normally acts, Jake, we can't be having that shit, brother. You wildin'. You too good of an he's actor hanging, for that. He's hanging out with Conor Con- Yeah, too much. too much. Too much. Get away from that crazy fucker. Um, and speaking of, let's roll into the trailers. Roadhouse. Um, uh, Roadhouse. Okay, I, action so, movie. So the, first, uh, the first time I saw Roadhouse was within the pa- past year or two. Like two years. Okay, okay. And I and I have it in like my top. 100 oh, best movies. I th- oh, I think my house door's locked. Give me one. Sorry about the technical difficulties. My girlfriend was locked out the house. All right. But yeah, where were we at, Shuby? Well, I was saying was is I thought um Roadhouse mm. is in my like top 100 movies ever. Oh, like, did you like the I trailer? That the original Roadhouse is amazing, like top-notch, mm-hmm. fun movie. And I think like this is going to do a pretty good job modernizing it. It didn't look bad. I, it didn't look bad. I'll say this. I don't know if Conor McGregor's going to pull it off. Like, he was very much over the top in that trailer, overacting. I don't know if he's going to pull it off. Jake Gyllenhaal is going to have to make me enjoy this film. It really relies on him. And, you know, it uh, maybe it'll be like Beekeeper, how people are saying Beekeeper's a fun action movie. Um, well, you know, it, it is going to be all on Jake and like, because Patrick Swayze really carries that movie. It is oh, okay. centered around that character. You know, you, you're not really preoccupied about what's going on with everyone else. And you kind of learn True. what everyone else is about through that character. 
So it is going to be a real character movie. And Doug Liman um, is a good director. Yeah, you know, having it go straight to Amazon is the concern. It's like Doug Liman fought hard for it to go to theaters, mm-hmm. but ultimately it didn't. So, like, is there a reason for that? That's the the big question. But I thought that it looked good enough that it could have at least been rolled out in theaters if they if that's what they wanted to do. That um, shows we'll it see. should be de- that shows it should be decent for sure. And I would just say for everyone, if you feel like you're like, oh, do I need to watch the old Roadhouse? You don't have to, mm-hmm. but you should. It's a good movie. You it's should. a good. It, to me, it's oh wait no, that's Patrick. Swayze. I get Patrick Swayze and young Kurt Russell confused all the time. I was about yeah, to say my I was about to say my favorite Patrick Swayze movies uh, Escape from uh Escape from New York, yeah. but that's that is uh, Kurt Russell. Like like, but out of those two actors, if I combine those two, I still would say Escape from New York is my favorite movie from those two. <laughs> Yeah, not L.A. L.A. sucks. Oh, no, L.A.'s trash. <laughs> it doesn't work because L.A. is too spread out of a city. New York, you can make it a giant prison. It's on an island. Basically Arkham City. Mm-hmm. Hey, I never thought about that. Legitimately. Yeah. That, it's like, that's Arkham City. That's the blueprint for Arkham City. I yeah. bet somebody was like, oh, man, I just watched Escape from New York. Let's make Batman Snake. Literally, even how Batman drops in is like how Snake Plissken drops in. That's, what I'm that's crazy. And how Snake Plissken gets uh, gear, they drop it from the sky, like Batman. That's sort of like Hunger Games, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so like uh, Ghostbusters, what other trailers do we have that are really good? Let's uh, let's talk about Ricky Stenicky. I was one of. It looks funny. Zach Efron getting back in it. Yeah, this is big for Zach. Big for John Cena. Well, I mean, John Cena's just doing his John Cena stick. I think now we know John Cena has a shtick that's uh, very comedy forward. But it works. Yeah, you know, the, what is it, the Travel Buddies? What was that movie? Mm, yeah, Vacation Friends. Vacation Friends, like that shtick. Um, yeah, but, you know, I think... Even Peacemaker. I, yeah, I mean, but I think, like, he's really perfectly set for this role. I love the guy from Dave uh, Santino. Yes, I love that Santino got it. And I like the uh, black guy, Jermaine Flower, from uh, Sorry yeah. to Bother You. He's really good. And so all of those guys are good. We we know Zac Efron can do a a guy's comedy well. And William H Macy, like, come on, like uh, as the boss, yeah, <laughs> like that's just great. <laughs> so this should that should be a really fun one. Um, yeah, I think this would be a good comedy. Which I don't think we've had a good comedy in a while, man. Like, when was the last good comedy? Booksmart, which like you can't keep saying that was like years ago now. <laughs> For me, it was. <laughs> What I've mentioned in the end of year where I like Joyride and Quizlet. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I would say my maybe Vacation Friends for me. Maybe. Yeah, because I like the first. The second one wasn't that great, but the first one. I think I get my comedy from television now, if I'm being honest. Right. I mean, you know, it's more consistent. Yeah, it is. It definitely is. But shout out to Ricky uh, Stinicky. This looks funny. And like you said, Santino is that guy. I hope you get some more movies because of this. Um, let's, uh, let's talk about Tuesday for a moment. The Julia Bermuda, oh my god, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, A24 drama. She's going for um, an Oscar. Like, this is Oscar bait. Like, the, the, the thing said this looks the, good, but I'm not watching Basically, this. the gist of this is, like, she has a, a daughter with cancer, and the daughter comes across, like, some, like, magical, mythical bird mm-hmm. parrot. And it teaches them how can, to like, live. grow in size. 
And it teaches them how to live. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it teaches them how to cope with death and find out and the grief. true meaning of life and grief. And yeah, it teaches her how to live. And it honestly made me think of like A24's attempt at a live action uh, Miyazaki. Oh, wow. That's a good call. That is very Miyazaki. Yes. Like having the 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 creature lead you through this revelation and like yeah no that that's a good call look i'm not watching this because i can't i'm no. I, i'm terrified of birds first off and a giant parrot i don't have to, i don't want to deal with that and see I that say terrified of birds but like i'm not a bird guy Mm-mm. Uh, like i'm scared of them i don't fuck with them like but like birds that i can kick i'm not scared of but like from ducks onward like i don't fuck with birds bro i don't fuck with them i don't fuck with parrots i don't fuck with none of that none of that i I don't understand how people in australia can live and just have that bird that the magpie river that attacks them what yeah yeah you you should look it up you should look up I'll carry a bat i'm fucking nah bro what there's yeah bird um it's like a crow Oh yeah, I'm friend. I'm carrying like a, a raven. I'm carrying a bat. <laughs> but like it's a bird that's super territorial. So like if you get any vicinity around its nest, it just like starts. Oh my gosh! They just started chasing this guy on his bike. Back yeah, in yeah. his head. Oh no. Oh no. I'm not going to Australia then. That's what that tells me. Sorry, Australian fans. If if bros who think gets big enough and we have to go on tour. Like, we're not going there. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> Y'all come here to America. <laughs> America. No, my sense. I'll go. <laughs> I'll go. Do they have them in Sydney? I'll go to Sydney. They got them everywhere. Dang, New Zealand? I don't know about New Zealand, but I'm sure All they right. do. Well, Australian people, y'all meet us in New Zealand. Bow. <laughs> or the Philippines. <laughs> Whichever's closer. Um, The... The next trailer we got is let's talk about Ghostbusters. I guess I was the only one to saw. Yeah, you have to talk about. It. You told me not to watch it. <laughs> and they're bringing the band back together. Oh, like, everyone, everyone <laughs> who's in alive, like Bill Murray, you know, everyone is going to be back in this one. And like the kids or whatever, Finn Wolfhart and uh, McKenna Grace, they are they've they've moved to New York and they're restarting the Ghostbusters. Mm. Mm. So, okay. So they don't have the women in there, essentially. <laughs> they yeah. have everybody but the ladies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, wow, that's that fucked up. Yeah, right, <laughs> wow, that's played out. Yeah. Um, oh, well, you know. It, Are you, you know, excited? Are you going to watch this? I'll, I'll watch it, but I won't go to theaters. Oh, yeah, I would not pay for that, bro. What? No. No, sir. But one, thing, one thing I would pay for is Monkey Man. Mmm. Bravo, Dev Patel. And I, I told you this because you were listening. We were on the call while I was watching the trailers. For those that don't know, a little pre-pro, Schubert gives me the trailers. I watch them right before we record. And I was telling him, I was like, man, everybody always is fan casting Dev Patel in these superheroes, in these action movies. Bravo for him for saying, I'm going to do one of those, but I'm going to do an original story. I'm going to do one set in my home country and I'm going to hire people who look like me. This is real diversity. When people talk about we want original characters, why don't we bring diversity there? Jordan Peele funding this. This is real diversity in film, getting us original ideas, original IP, new IP. 
and giving us shit that is fucking dope. So this trailer looks great. It reminds me of John Wick, but in India, some of the like views, uh, like some of the cinematography with the different colors of the cities and like the different like Indian like lore like that we don't really know about. Super dope, super, 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 super dope. So I'm all the way invested in this. Reminds me of Matt Murdock, like or yeah, Daredevil. Yeah. Like he reminds it me of something like, like that. It was like what you said with people fan casting Dev Patel. He's always been cast in sort of it's like Nightwing. Like, like he's he's always yeah. fan cast as Nightwing. We've done and it. And so like when I when I saw this, I kind of thought it as like Indian Batman. Like yeah. this is him, like you know, doing the wrapping his the, fists like legitimately with the white tape. That's why I thought Daredevil. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, he's gonna go out here. He's gonna be a show. Beat up the game. Action. <laughs> yeah, but he's also gonna bring in the drama. So like, mm-hmm. it's you know, I don't it, think Dev Patel will ever do think, an IP film. I don't think so. I don't think he has to. I, I think Green Knight was the closest thing we've we will ever see him to do an IP film. I think Avatar: The Last Airbender fucked him up. Probably, <laughs> I think that, yeah. I think that movie fucked him up, and he's like, I'm never doing an IP. But if you're giving me movies like this, I don't need you to do an IP. Like if you give me movies like Green Knight in this, I don't never need Dev Patel to do an IP. He can just be the original story, amazing actor. Like if I can still get action and thriller from him. Just original content? I'm not mad. And then, you know, as we talked about John David in, earlier in the show, this is what we're talking about. Yeah, like, facts. If you're Dev Patel, you're like, you're not a replacement guy. You're not a plug-in. Mm-hmm. Like, you you go and make the things that you want to make. Hot, not if even a hot take. Guy. If this movie's good, Dev Patel's instantly in the top 10. Like, he's probably in the top 10 now of, like, young actors. He probably should be. But, like, he might be in top five if this movie's good. Like, Death Patel's a really fucking good actor. Like, really good. Yeah, I mean, like, if this movie ends up getting, like, you know, even if it gets Oscars for, like, the visual or stunt coordination mm-hmm. and stuff like that, like, that's a huge deal. Like, he directed this, like, and yeah. starred in it. Like, this is, man, I, I'm go- I'm watching this in theaters. This is definitely a theater movie. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, the last trailer we got is one that kind of came oh. on surprise, and I was Fire. really into it. Is, is of course, you know, my one of my favorite directors, Guy Ritchie. Hey, don't do that. This is ours. This is warfare. Guy Ritchie is a bros who binge director. There are certain like, of course, we love Tarantino, Scorsese here, but like one of our, I feel like one of our unsung heroes of this podcast <laughs> is Guy Ritchie. Like that's our guy. Don't don't say that's just your guy. We love him together. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he just does. He just does like his kind kind of movie really well. We even and, love like, the King Arthur movie. That was fucking good. When people hated on the King Arthur movie, I was mad. I was like, this is just guy. Like when you go see a Guy Ritchie movie, you expect Guy Ritchieisms. Like, and this has it. Henry Cavill sticking out his tongue, killing Nazis. Oh. Oh, this is a bros who binge movie if I ever saw one. And then you got yeah. Alan Richardson in the show, wearing glasses, killing people. Like, look at With an arrow, with a bow and arrow. He's like, that too. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, this uh, is our type of movie. I gotta look up the cast. cast. Yeah, Henry Cavill, Alan Richardson, uh, Isa Gonzalez, you know, yeah. another big actress at the moment. Uh, who we, who we want to be Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah. Carrie. Uh, Ls, I can't remember mm-hmm. the guy who has, how to say his name, but the guy from you know uh, Princess Pride. 
Yep. Who's always in Guy Ritchie movies. Alex Henry Pettifer, Golding? Henry Golding. Our um, guy. Hero, Hero Finds Tiffin. Yeah, your boy. <laughs> Hero Finds. So, a lot of, got, that's a really... You got my guy, Alex Pettifer, who I thought was yeah. going to be a big actor after Lucky Number... What, what was it? was like number seven? I am number four. Yes, I thought he was going to be huge. I was ready for the next movie to see him fight five, six. You know, we never got yes. it. I was, I was big in Alex Pedford. So it's a crime. We never got that movie. I know. And then the black actors they got in this Babs uh, Alu San Mukun. That dude's a good actor. Like he really is. Yeah. No, he he's a good actor too. I've seen him around some things. I think he was in Dune. Yeah, he so, was in um, he was in Dune, and I believe he has like a TV show that we watch. Oh, I too mean, old to even, die even young. You go, but then even you go ahead and you get Till Schweiger, who is you know the essential oh, yeah. Nazi villain mm-hmm. from Inglorious Bastards. So. <laughs> Fact. Well, he was a hero in in Inglorious Bastards. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like you know, we, he's a, a recognizable face. In oh terms yeah, of, typical you know, Nazi. World War II. Yeah, when you think of World War II, you think of this guy. So. You're absolutely right. I'm excited for this. This is gonna be great. Plus, it's based on a real story. The first CIA agents. Let's get it. Yeah. So that's that's gonna be really cool. I'm excited. Good about for that Henry one. Cavill, another actor. Henry, if you want to get out of the rut that DC puts you in, and I'm gonna say DC because the Zack Snyder era was let's just call a spade a spade fucked. If you want to get out of that rut, I always said when I saw him in Mission Impossible, do do that. I was like, stop doing superheroes. Stop doing fucking Witcher. Be a fucking human because you are a bulky big. Like, get you a Reacher. Like, imagine if Henry Cavill had a Reacher. Henry Cavill should be Bond. Like, 100%, he should be campaigning for Bond. Yeah, he's doing all the spy stuff now. I mean, he's got Argyle coming out. Like, this, this works week. for him. Like, so. th- like, this works for him. Like, Argyle, I don't know. How Argyle's gonna be, but seeing him in this guy Richie thing, he's like the number one. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah, I think I think that's a um, what's her name? I think that's 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 a Bryce Dallas. Yeah, I think that's Bryce Dallas Howard in Sam Rockwell's movie. Yeah. So, uh, so this though, this is good for Henry. If Henry became like Guy Ritchie's guy for a little bit, I'd be down for that. Yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of what Henry Golding decided to do. Henry Golding, yeah. was like, you know, the, the G.I. Joe snake eyes didn't work out for me. I'm going to do the gentleman of Guy Ritchie. I'm going to do this with Guy Ritchie. I'm like, let this. me keep being Guy Ritchie's guy. Like, imagine if Guy Ritchie's guys became Golding and Cavill, the two Henrys. I'd love it. You know, you know, Guy Ritchie's done good things for people's careers. I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. Even uh, our boy Robert, da- Robert Downey Jr. has to thank oh, Guy Ritchie. Yeah, he would not he, be where he is right now without Guy like, Ritchie. Like Guy, like I know people always say it was uh, Iron Man. Yes, but the fact that while he was doing Iron Man, he had another successful property in Sherlock Holmes. The fact that you had both of those, where you would see Iron Man in the summer and Sherlock Holmes at Christmas, that was huge for uh, Downey. Huge. That made him rich as hell. It just but, made him everywhere at that moment. Yeah. Like, he, was all, he was everywhere in, in the early, like when we were in high school. Mm-hmm. Because, because of every, Iron Man and Sherlock year. Holmes. But even Charlie Hunnam, even though King Arthur didn't work, he's still getting with Guy Ritchie. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely going to be 
a huge movie coming out. But uh, some guys that we've heard their names before, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, they're teaming up once again for nice. Animals, a new nice. crime thriller that Netflix has acquired. Affleck will direct and Damon will star from a script by Connor McIntyre and Billy Ray. The plot details are scarce, but it's going to be a, it's going to focus on a kidnapping. Perfect. Ben Affleck and Matt Damon know what we want. We don't want no love story. We don't want no more Goodwill Huntings. We want the accountant. We want Triple Frontier. We want the town. Give it to us. And there are. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with it being animals and it being about a kidnapping, it makes me think that Some Matt Damon shit. might be a detective. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Matt Damon's the detective. Mm. It, uh, is there any chance Matt Damon's like the leader of the cult and Ben Affleck's the detective? Also a possibility. Yeah, I kind of want Matt Damon to be the grizzled detective and Ben Affleck to be the villain. But like, when do we ever see Ben Affleck play like a crazy person? Like, we know Matt Damon can play crazy, but can Ben Affleck? I don't think so. I think Ben might end up. All right, I'm setting my bets. Ben's the detective. If he's in the movie, he's the detective. Matt's the crazy lead cult leader. Kidnapper. <laughs> I think Matt Damon would be interested in doing the villain. Yeah, he does a villain well. Like, think of uh, yeah. uh, fucking Interstellar. Yeah. So, uh, cool to see them teaming up. Excited to see more info, info when we get it later. Uh, so, The Last of Us has landed a murderer's row of directing talent for season two. Mark Mylode, who, of course, is uh, from Succession. Mm. Kate Heron, who was from Loki. Uh, mm -hmm. Stephen Williams, who is Emmy nominated for Watchmen, nice, um, and Nina Lopez Corrado, who was who directed season two of Perry Mason, which I thought was good. Yeah, you loved so. it. I still need to watch that. Shout out to Perry Mason. All right, cool for the Last of Us. Yeah, so like great directors. I think, um, yeah, that's gonna definitely elevate. We've seen the the prime act actors and actresses that are coming into this. I think they're really trying to pump money and make this something special. So we'll see how it carries over in season two. All right. Uh, so Extraction director Sam Hargrave is going to helm Kill Them All for Paramount. It's a graphic novel that follows an elite female assassin who finds out she's going to be terminated by the criminal syndicate she's been loyal to and decides to take them out first. Joining forces Ooh. with a hard-drinking dr ex-cop, she embarks on a relentless action-packed assault through the 15 floors of the syndicate's headquarters, her ultimate target, the boss, whom, with whom she's had a comp com complicated past. Okay, okay, I could, I could get down with that. I think I could too. I think you know we didn't necessarily like Extraction, but this seems like a good story to to kind of. The second it Extraction, and... it wasn't that good either. <laughs> well, but like you know, the action scenes look are fire. Good. Yeah, facts, facts. It's just the story may not be the best. So blame like, the know, Russos. <laughs> So here he is. He's going to be being gifted a great story. Go and do the great action scenes. True. All right. I can get down with that. I can get down with that. You're right. Um, fresh off receiving his first Oscar nom, Coleman Domingo has been cast as Joe Jackson, the father wow. of Michael Jackson. <laughs> wow. Such a big role for him. This dude is going from Oscar to Oscar. Coleman Domingo saying, I'm not about to be in no fucking IP. Give me the Oscars. <laughs> Coleman Domingo is like, I want you guys saying Denzel who? Yeah, brother. But see, okay, if you want us, if you want us to say Denzel and Leo and Robert De Niro who, you gotta give me some action. You got every every one of you gotta give me a Goodfellas. You gotta give me a Wolf of Wall Street, a Revenant, 
a departed, a training day, man on fire. You got to give me some action, Coleman. I need it. I need you to play a dirty cop. <laughs> I need you to do it. Or I need you to be a gangster. Something. Something. Hey, they might be down the line. Hitman. Something. Go work with Tarantino. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but we know that's not happening. The last movie is about a fucking critic. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, also in that movie, Nia Long is going to play Michael Jackson's mom, and Miles Teller is circling a role. Oh my gosh, Miles Teller's probably going to be like the manager. <laughs> no, Lyndon, I mean, he could be white Michael Jackson. Shut up! <laughs> Yo, wait, okay, wait, 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 serious, serious. If you're a white person, do you take that role? How do you do that role? Yeah. How do you, how do you do that? How how does the studio go about doing this role? Do you go get someone? Do you go get an actor with like vitiligo? Maybe I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know if you can. Do. I don't know if you can just cast Miles Teller, flat out white guy. <laughs> and then if you're Miles Teller, do they do like black feature prosthetics? And is that fucked up? Like, what? Like, I don't know how I feel about. Well, and then, if, and then, if I'm Miles Taylor, I'm like, all right. Well, what part? What a part of White Michael's story are we telling? <laughs> like, do I have to be with the kids? Like, what am I about to go out here and do? Like, do 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 I need an Oscar? How badly bad. do I need an Oscar? Yeah, I don't like who. Like, Thriller Michael Jackson. That part of the movie is gonna be great, but when we get to White Mike. That's gonna be a wild ride. <laughs> That's gonna yeah, be a wild ride. You're probably right though. Teller is probably gonna be a manager. Yeah, Teller's gonna be like a label exec. Like, like an Al Ruddy type as he <laughs> yeah. was in the offer. I don't know who the fuck's gonna be white Mike. <laughs> Problematic <laughs> role. <laughs> um, so moving on from that, Taraja P. Henson is the latest addition to the cast, the upcoming Peacock limited series that we've talked about before. Ugh, Fight Kevin Night, Hart. the million dollar highest with Kevin Hart, Samuel L. Jackson, Terrence Howard, and Dexter Darden. Uh, the role reunites Henson Howard and Craig Brewer, who of course worked together for Hustle and Flow and Empire. Um, the roles that we know so far, uh, Darden is going to play Muhammad Ali. Kevin Hart will star as Chicken Man, described as a hustler trying to level up. And uh, Taraji P. Henson will play Vivian Thomas, Chicken Man's mistress. A.K.A. Said Cookie. To be a savvy businesswoman. Yeah. Cookie part two? Basically. Well, this is going to be a hot piece of ass. <laughs> Samuel Jackson, is, what did you sign up for? <laughs> Peacock is a, is a fickle streaming service. They have like some It is hit or miss. Fire. Yeah. And, and then see, they have the, some stuff that is just like, ooh. And the thing is, you have to pay for it because they have our reality shows. They have WWE for me. Like, you have to get Peacock because, like, that's. Sports thing, yeah. yeah, they have sports. Like, you have to have it. Like, you're not going to Peacock for their scripted shows yet. Those, those are just like icings. Those they are just have like some good ones then. They do. Like, like, Poker Face won awards from us and Bros Who Binge. But right. if, if Peacock is a Sunday, then the scripted shows right now is the caramel or the sprinkles right now. It is not the ice cream, which it needs to be at some point. Right. So we'll we'll, we'll see how this turns out. But it was definitely interesting to see uh, Taraji reunite with uh, Craig Brewer. And, and Terrence seen, Howard. <laughs> like, what? <Yeah. laughs> so they're working together again. Um, so Amanda Seyfried is 
has her own Peacock show, a limited series adaptation of the Liz Moore novel Long Bright River. The series is described as a suspense thriller. Mm. Uh, the logline states, this story tells the story of Mickey, played by Seyfried, a police officer who patrols a Philadelphia neighborhood, hard hit by the opioid crisis. When a series of murders begins in the neighborhood, Mickey realizes that her personal history might be related to the case. Man, Cypher is staying attached to the opioid crisis right now. All of her shit, all of her big shit is involved in that. But I, it, it's basically going to be in the Skid Row area of Philadelphia that's really bad because it's not necessarily another opioid tell. I just I know where they're talking about because I see TikToks about it. But this could be big for her. She, this could be her um, mayor of Easttown. Right. And that's, you know, the obviously what she wants to go for. She hasn't mm-hmm. really done a lot of things that have been like duds, duds. Like, so she yeah, must true. really like this story. Yeah. So, so look, like we were saying, so, Peacock giving us sprinkles. This might be one of the good Peacock shows. Right. So like Peacock gives you Kevin Hart. And then you get a man. And then you get a man to Yeah. You never and, know like, what, what you're getting. Show. <laughs> so, uh, HBO is developing a limited series based on the Gillian Flynn novel, Dark Places. Don't know who Gillian Flynn is. She's the lady who wrote Sharp Objects and Gone Girl. Mm. Um, the logline for this series is Libby Day was seven when her mom and her two sisters were murdered in the famous 1985 Satan Sacrifice. Oh, my Kansas. gosh. She survived and famously testified that her teenage brother, Ben, was the killer. 25 years later, a pair of mother-daughter true crime detectives locate a grown-up Libby and pump her for details, believing that Ben is innocent. Libby, having spent her youth working on the talk show circuit, hopes to once again turn profit off her tragic history. She'll reconnect with the players from that night and report her findings for a fee, as Libby's search takes her from shabby Missouri strip clubs to abandoned uh, Oklahoma tourist traps. The unimaginable truth emerges, and Libby finds herself right back where she started, on the run from a killer. Damn, this could be big. The cat, they got to get the right person to play Libby. How old do you right. think Libby is? Like our age, a little bit older. She was seven when her mom and two sisters were murdered. And it says 25 years later. So she's in her 30s. Thir- so you can so get a young actress. 30s. You can get a young actress. Okay. Lit. Oh, man. Like, who do you, um, I'm just thinking like fucking. Uh, you need to get someone who's hardened. Like Zoe he, like, Kravitz wouldn't be bad. Zoe Kravitz would be pretty good at that. But like, here's like an off the wall one. But I'm trying to tell you like where I think like the kind of personality type that they might be looking for. Aubrey Plaza. Yo, I th- I 100% knew you were gonna say that. Aubrey Plaza would be great. Aubrey Plaza would be great. Like they want someone who's like can play Kristen Stewart. I think Kristen Stewart's too serious. I think she's too serious for it. I think like they're going to need someone who like someone who played the talk show circuit, someone who was like and oh, wants yeah, to profit that, off that her, oh, her past. So they, I they want someone saying. who's going to be like a little skeezy. Okay, I get what you're saying. Okay, damn, you know who would have been perfect for this? Natasha Leone, <laughs> but she's too old. <laughs> she's too old. But like that's the type. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Like someone who's going to be quick witted. Yeah, facts. Okay, who's going to go to shabby? I I think she would do that. I think she would. Yeah, I don't know if it, yeah. she'd be right. She would like after seeing her comedy with that sex thing with that guy, that that kid. She could definitely do this. But I think she would definitely match on the HBO. Oh, I think yeah. she would. She'd definitely be interested in, in doing an HBO series. This is her I mean, Sharp Objects had Amy Adams. 
That's I mean, you know, Gone, Gone Girl had Ben Affleck and, and uh, um, Rosalind Pike. Yeah, I was gonna say that Rosen that Pike. birthed that birth Rosalind Pike into a big actress. So that, that's gonna be a, a one to keep an eye on. Facts. Okay. Uh, so Kate Hudson, she's going to star in Mindy Kaling's upcoming Netflix comedy series about the about a professional basketball team front office. Uh, the untitled series was ordered straight to series at Netflix two years ago. Uh, the streamer has given the series a 10-episode order. The official logline states, when a scandal forces her brother to resign, Isla Gordon, played by Hudson, is appointed president of the Los Angeles Waves. Oh, this is about the Lakers. <laughs> professional basketball franchise is basically genius yeah and and her family business ambitious and often overlooked isla will have to prove to her skeptical brothers the board and larger sports community that she is the right choice for the job okay as long as this is funny i can get down with it so is kate hudson yeah. the the lady the main person yeah she's the genie bus they need to hire some funny people around her like some like basically like the office did like you need your Dwight you need all like the the good cast around yeah especially for the players mhm mhm the players so, the janitors the like all the other people the coaches they have to be funny people like Will Farrell should be a coach that type of funny yeah so it, the how the cast comes together i think it's one of those things where um what kind of pull does Mindy Kaling have in Hollywood now? Yeah, please don't make it be like Velma. It needs to more be like more like The Office and less like Velma. But I mean, even Velma, like who who was in Velma? Let's, I let's mean, shit, they had they had Glenn Howerton was in Velma. Glenn Howerton could be in this. So Glenn Howerton, could Glenn Howerton would be great in this. Oh my gosh, is the GM like is the lead GM or one of the brothers? Oh, Glenn Glenn would be great. Charlie Day would be great in this. Not just to cast our sunny people, but like a lot of people from Sunny right. would be great in this. But I'm just saying, like, you know, if you're if you're out there and you're wanting to fan cast, think about things that Mindy Kaling has been doing. We just talked about Guy Ritchie having his people, like his people, yeah. You know, Mindy Kaling is going to like have people around her that are gonna like want to want to be a part of this if if it's something that you know seems like it would fit. True. So, who is she gonna pull? Yeah, um, no, I'm so with you. Matt, Matt, Malin Ackerman, a name I haven't heard in a while. She's been cast in a leading role in a Star series adaptation of the May Cobb novel, The Hunting Wives. Ackerman will appear in the role of Margot Banks. The series um, is about a, this a girl named Sophie O'Neill and her family moving from the East Coast, so I assume like New York, to deep East Texas, where she succumbs to socialite Margot Banks' irresistible charms and finds her life consumed by obsession, seduction, and murder. Which makes me think um, a, a Yellowstone gossip girl, basically. Okay. Okay. But like, you know, older people. So, like, yeah. Uh, what was that show on Desperate Housewives meets oh, Yellowstone? Yeah. Okay. I can get down with that. A little drama, a little bit more. A little bit more sex scandal and less gun shooting. Exactly, and but, <laughs> but a murder. There's yeah, murder here. yeah. So One Tree Hill esque. <laughs> yeah, um, and that's on Stars. So obviously, you know, we've had heels on Stars. We trust some things that Heart Stars does. So I'm interested to check that out. Okay. Um. So Bob. So Bob the Builder getting his big screen debut. The construction worker with a can-do attitude will be the subject of a new animated feature from Mattel Films. Jennifer Lopez will produce, and Anthony Ramos will voice Bob the Builder. I uh, saw that. The, 
a twist on the long-running children's series, Bob the Builder follows Roberto, who travels to Puerto Rico for a major construction job. According to the logline, audience will see Bob as he takes on issues affecting the island and digs deeper into what it means to build. Uh, Bob's journey will celebrate the vibrant and colorful textures of the Caribbean Latin nations and their people. Uh, mm, Felipe okay. Vargas is attached to write the screenplay. Director is not yet announced. Why is it, why is the construction worker got to be Roberto? <laughs> I knew you. So how do you feel about that? Do you feel like that's culture appropriation? Uh, no, I think it's um, Mattel Films put it out there that we want R.I.P. And, have, and Jennifer, we want to try to get the Latino community like straight up. Well, and I'm just saying like Jennifer Lopez probably was like, you know, where can we make a stamp in children's animation? Like her, her people involved were like, let's grab Bob the Builder and we'll make it our own spin and be able to tell sto- Latino stories, Okay, and which is, you know, just, just smart business. I mean, you know, grab something that you can do whatever with and okay. make it your own. So, hey, I'm not mad at it. I'm I'm not gonna yeah. watch it, but I I'll support it for sure. Yeah, it's a kids movie. Yeah, facts. <laughs> um, kids, uh, Chris Rock has made a deal to develop the the movie Another Round based on the oh, yeah um, the comedy the that American remake Oscar for best international feature film. Um, yes, it's gonna be the remake. Leonardo DiCaprio is producing for with his production company. Um, so we're Leo gonna, and Rock, think, man. <laughs> I don't think we need this. But, yeah, uh, I don't think so either. I think Mads Mikkelsen did a great job with another round. I don't think we need the American version of this. <laughs> yeah, at least not this soon. Yeah, definitely not. Um, so Kiki Palmer has. Joined I'm more the ready for the. Um, I'm more ready for oh, the right. American version of Parasite. Like, where's that at? <laughs> oh, exactly. <laughs> like it's been well, so wasn't long. Wasn't HBO supposed to do something? Yes, like that? that's why I'm like, where the fuck is that? Mark Ruffalo, yeah. like it was supposed to be some yeah, big where is shit. Like, what's going on with that? Uh, Kiki. So the next story is that Kiki Palmer has joined the cast of Good Fortune, a comedy with from Aziz Ansari. Let's go. To star alongside Aziz Ansari, who wrote and directed the film in his feature debut, as well as Seth Rogen and Keanu Reeves. Oh, let's go. We don't know anything about the movie. It's a Lionsgate film. Let's go. Aziz is back, baby. Aziz, Kiki, Seth, Keanu. I'm already in. I'm in. Sign me up. I don't care what it's about. I'm in. Yeah, I think that this is shaping up to be something that's going to be a big, a big movie. You know, yeah. Uh, um, so I'm interested to see where that lands. I don't know when Lions, where Lionsgate's landing. I think Lionsgate's majority, I want to say it's like, it's going to be like Peacock or Apple. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you think uh, so you think it's gonna be something like that? Like it's either gonna be on Apple, Peacock, or Amazon, because Lionsgate is some in Paramount Plus territory too. Lionsgate works with them. Do they? Yeah, that's what I'm looking at right now. I'm like, where Lionsgate, Lionsgate Films being? I'm like pretty sure. Yeah, I'm like I'm like pretty sure. I'm seeing stars. Stars. Oh, yeah. See, that's still that's still Paramount and Peacock. Yeah. Oh, Peacock. Okay. Because they, the Continental was Lionsgate, so that's Peacock. Okay. Um, all the Guy Ritchie stuff is Lionsgate. Um, yeah, and then Stars is like their channel. Okay, so, so Stars all their is stuff on is on Stars. Stars is on Paramount, then I believe. 
or, or it's wherever you get it. Oh, okay. I get it on Hulu. Gotcha. Some people get it on Prime. Yeah, I get it on Prime. Get it on. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. All right. So that's all the um, news. Yeah. Uh, now just the three renewed, canceled oh, endings. What you got uh, for us? Hijack renewed for season two at Apple TV. Nice. Probably a new story. I'd hope. Uh, Colin right. from Accounts at, at Paramount Plus renewed. I never heard anything about it, but it got renewed. And yeah, then they either. canceled the, the Teen Wolf spinoff. Oh, who would have thought? Who would have thought? <laughs> thought? <laughs> All right. Is that time of the show where we give you one movie or TV show or multiple that's coming out this week that we think you should watch? Movie on the rise. Look, Vanderpump Rules is fucking back. VPR, baby. The return of Tom Sandoval and Tom Schwartz is back, and I'm hyped. Peacock, watch it. <laughs> yeah, speaking of Peacock and um, reality TV, Love Island now on Peacock. Yep, facts. So I saw it. Love Island UK Have you started? Is on Peacock now. I started today. All right, I'm gonna watch. Um, we can talk good. about it next week. Yeah, okay. We'll talk about that in um, Traders because I started Traders too. Traders was oh, traders cool. Yeah, fire. we started Traders too. Um, so the other reality show that I'm watching is Next Level Chef. Oh yeah, I heard it's, now, it. You got some the, shit going on on there for this season. There, there's a lot of TikTokers. Well, it's the social media chefs and the home chefs and the professional chefs, like it is every season. But this okay. year they have to audition to get on oh, the teams. Oh. And, so, so they took each, that master chef approach. First, the first three weeks is the audition group. Yeah, is the auditions. and so and only five people out of the eight make it, and then they're going to draft them. Oh, oh, so yeah, this is some master chef shit. Like you gotta, you gotta yeah. make it on the squad. Okay, I'm into this. Some some girl from Louisiana who's big on TikTok is is uh, at least in the audition round. Yeah, she she gone first one. Oh damn. <laughs> Yeah, she posted about it. She was like, "Here's some tea about what really happened now, at Next Level Show." I, I didn't watch it. To go, oh, I don't damn. think she deserved to go, but she was the first one. Damn, you think she made some fire shit, or was it trash? I don't. It. I don't think it was great, but I, based on what she had to work with and what some other people did, I feel like she should have gotten a shot to move to, to the, the next, next challenge. Oh, damn. Okay, real. Well, I'm gonna watch that. That sounds um, interesting. Also, Mr. and Mrs. Smith thing, this week. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, we're definitely reviewing that because there's not much TV going on. And when we talk about our most anticipated, we don't have shit. We like, oh, real quick. I I, I could do Reacher real quick so we can hurry up and finish that. Right. Reacher, great ending. Uh very happy, like Schubert said last week. Literally, it became like Reacher is this superhero because like his friends got put on that helicopter. And them dudes basically, like, was about to die. And Reacher was hanging on to the plane, climbed up, was holding her. Bro, how strong is Reacher? The fact that with one arm was holding this woman on a fucking cart. Like, and when I say cart, I'm talking, me like, hospital cart bed. There's no way one arm holding that, another arm holding himself up while getting kicked. Meanwhile, she's climbing up that thing. And while she's climbing up, he's still holding it. No fucking way, bro. <laughs> no. No fucking like, way. Like the penultimate episode, the second to last one. Was the better one. Fire. Yeah, because this was basically like Reacher and them just get dubs every every second. Like, oh, we killed Langston. Oh, we killed. I thought him and the assassin would have battled it out. That dude was dead like that. 
Yeah, there was really nothing that they didn't have handled. Yeah, the assassin handled, handled. The pilot handled. The fucking senator who sent people to help Reacher, which they didn't do a good job of explaining that, by the way. They were just there, and I was like, why are they there? <laughs> yeah, they, Reacher was, like, working with the senator. And so he was like, all right, if you really want me to be on your side, like, send me some dudes. When did he so when did he ask like, for that? Was that last episode? In the, in the second to last episode, okay, he called I him up. He was like, gotcha. I need you. He's, he said, I heard you got, you know, you told me you had Navy SEALs on, on speed, speed dial. dial. Send, send them. them. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And he did call the Homeland people. I remember that. Yeah. So, but yeah, those, people. those people come and help and, like, you know. He had them then, ready to go. They to take get all, they take the million the millions of dollars and reach her distributes it amongst his friends. Which, like, you know, if I'm O'Donnell, I'm just saying I'm thankful that you paid for everything in my life. My kids, school for the rest of their life, the house, the car note. You paid, you literally paid off everything. I just have to pay for food essentially now. But you gave everybody else a little bit of money to have. Why well, I don't get no money to have? <laughs> Even the, even the people's like dead girlfriend, like yeah. a dead, the dead guy's girlfriend or whatever, she got you know her car. She's going down the, the Key West. She got an R eight. What R eight reacher? Um, but yeah, so that girl got a, a job. It, like she, the reacher bought her a business in a building. Like that, and the building's paid off. It's her building. Like what? And gave her money. Gave Neely a bunch of money and took get, got her dad got her dad a butler <laughs> for life. <laughs> How much money was that, bro? That had to be millions. Yeah, <laughs> like closer like to a billion. Like, like I thought it was like I thought it was wasn't it six hundred fifty million? Something like that. Or it, it was, was it, it had high. to be close to a billion because like he did he had enough to where everybody got at least ten million dollars minimum. Hey, and he got his bus ticket, man. His year-round <laughs> bus ticket. <laughs> yeah, well, at least he can go wherever he wants well, now. And I was with Neely in that moment. She was like, just one year? <laughs> <laughs> but you know Neely gonna send him money. Like, Neely probably got more than everybody else just to, like, take care of Reacher, what? too. <laughs> That's probably Reacher's bit. He's like, well, I don't need the money. Neely does. Bank <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna give it to Neely. Uh, <laughs> And you remember exactly. I told you last week she's going to be in next season. She will because he was like, we need to talk more. Like, even if she's like a call up to look up some shit, she's going to be in next yeah. season. Now, so O'Donnell or you know, those other people, they're not coming back. They're done. I mean, the girl might. Who knows? You think? I mean, they did. She's Shmay better for Reacher before. than the other girl. Oh, well, Neely's like his friend. That's like his friend. No, I'm, not, I'm talking about last season. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> We're never seeing last season's girl again. But we may see Finley again. I'd be down for that. <laughs> yeah, so Richard already got confirmed for oh, yeah, season filming. three. They're so, filming. Um, Alan Richard, obviously, doing other stuff. He's going to be in the Sky Richie movie. but that you know, Richard might be out by the end of the year. <laughs> no, I doubt that. But it'll definitely be out next year, which is going to be better than... Or the, the start of January. What if it's... What if it's the start of January? They might just yeah, keep that yeah. timeline. Keep, yeah, I would keep that slide. I think it uh, worked out perfectly for them. They were, they were like the show for the, yep. this whole month. I'm with you. Okay, so I'm looking at my list of anticipated TV shows. Boy, am I ready for Mr. and Mrs. Smith coming up? I'm not excited for Halo season two. I'm gonna be honest with you. Halo season one was kind of boo, but Avatar February twenty second. Did you see the comment 
that I saw what made the people upset, what made the creators yeah. leave. The tone. They like they were like, oh, we felt that Sokka was a little misogynistic and like was a little dumb. So we changed that. It's character development. He is dumb in the beginning, but he comes smart at the end. They don't understand the tone of these characters, bro. That's where they fucked up. It's going to be the tone. I'm telling you now. That's my call. But that's coming out February. But Shogun, February 27th, I'm hype. I'm hype. You know, we got the Penguin this year. Oh, yeah, that does come out this year. That's hype to um, fall out. You know, this season has not has been or this month has hasn't been too bad anyway. Like, you know, I did end up watching Ted. And yeah, I Ted was, was good. Yeah, no, Ted was, Ted was so really you, good. You can go watch that. The True Detective right now is great. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, Sugar. Get Ma- on Masters Apple TV. out right now. Oh, yeah, Reg said that's really good. Reg told me that Austin oh. Butler needs to be in the top actors category after seeing Masters of the Air. He said he's that damn good. You, next week, Curb Your Enthusiasm comes back last season. Oh, the Acolyte comes out this year too, huh? And House the, of the Dragon. The Acolyte comes out this year. Um, what else we got? We got okay, so if I, if, if I, yeah, Fallout. I was about to say, so if I, oh, The Boys season four. The Boys season four, Invincible, the rest of the season. Damn, if I had to pick, all right, if you have to pick one show out of all of them, what's one? What's the one you're most excited for? Just one. Uh, well, I mean, like, obviously, you know, I'm a big Star Wars fan, but like, The Penguin has the opportunity to be the best show that's like ever been. <laughs> that's where in, I'm like, comic book yeah. world ever. I'm ex. I'm yeah. like the Penguin. That's my most anticipated. I would say second would e- would be the boys. I think the boys season four to see what's up. That or Shogun. I think if I had to rank them, it, it would be Penguin one, Shogun two, boys three, Acolyte four, and then Mister and Mrs. Smith slash Sugar. Uh, I I probably have Acolyte two just because like that's all. Oh yeah, that's your bag. Really taking, really taking Star Wars to a new level. That's why I have it for, because like if if it lets me down, it's like, damn, this is what I've been begging for. Jedi but, content, like new shit. But yeah, and then for me, number three would would be Shogun. I mean, like Shogun. Yeah, I'm hyped for that. That's gonna, be, gonna be really cool. Oh, and we, we forgot we got Tokyo Vice this year for us. This next month. Yeah, wait, that's in the top. This five. week, I think, yeah. actually. Wait, is it this week? No, bro. No way. Don't get my hopes up like wait. that. No. No, I, I I think it's I think it's this week, man. No, 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 no. February? Oh, next week. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. So Mr. and Mrs. Smith and Tokyo Vice is carrying us to Shogun. Oh, we're good. We're good. We're we won't have um, to do yep. discussion topics. We got shows to talk about, baby. <laughs> and sh- and Shogun will be going on during that too. Like it's not gonna be it's not running up to it. It's gonna be all at the same time. Oh, I'm I'm ready. We're gonna have we're gonna be Jap Japan now. Avatar. Oh damn. See, okay. Does that drop all at once? I don't know. If it drops all at once, we need to wait on that. Oh, but I don't know if we can wait on Avatar. Like Avatar's big. That's a big show I think for we, us. I, I honestly think we wait on Tokyo Vice, but at the you same think? time, I'm not going to. Yeah, no, no, we can't wait on TV. We're the lead. It we're is. Like, it is dropping all at once. We're like, oh, to- Tokyo Vice is dropping all at once. 
No, no, Avatar. Avatar. We might have to wait on that because, like, my thing is everybody's well, gonna be talking about Avatar. We can cut through the noise and be the only people talking about Tokyo Vice. <laughs> like, some people may fuck with that. We'll see. If people are fucking with it, then we'll keep it going. If not, we'll switch to Avatar. Because if it's dropping all, we know what happens with Avatar. We're just looking for the differences. Yeah. Tokyo Vice is something new. Like, that's the Shogun, Tokyo Vice, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. That's where I'm at. Movie-wise, Monkey Man got me hyped. See, I don't know. How I'm, I think I'm more excited for TV this year because movies, it's like, there's not much fire movies coming out. Like, The Fall Guy, I guess I'm excited for. I'm, mean, not ex- yeah, I'm not excited for Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. I'm really not. I mean, we're getting Joker. Oh, Dune. I'm excited for Dune. Dune 2. We're, we're, we're getting Dune 2. Yeah, I'm excited for Dune 2. Joker's going to be okay. I mean, you may not be excited about it, but I'm excited for Deadpool 3. I think it's yeah. going to be cool. Look, they said it's going to save the Marvel Universe. Uh, I'm excited for Biker Bike Riders, the Austin Butler, um, Tom Hardy movie. That, yeah, true. True. That's that's gonna be lit. I'm trying to see. Um, you know, we got Furiosa. Yeah, um, you said you're not excited for that though. I'm just, but I mean, like it's out there. I'm gonna go see it. Oh, facts. Yeah, yeah. we gotta go see it. We got to. One hundred percent. Oh, Gladiator Two. Denzel Palmer. Gladiator Two. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. So Sonic uh, sequels coming out too. That that's the thing. Like along with Sonic, you, know, you got. Godzilla. Oh, is, Sp- is Spider Verse coming out this year? I think it might be, or it might be at the beginning of next year. But okay, I was about to say, is Spider Verse coming out this year? Because I'm looking at like most anticipated movie. Oh, book. Of- oh, well, Book of Clarence is already out. Okay. Okay, so there's some bangers. There's some bangers coming out, but not as much as last year. I feel like last year had more bangers. I'm gonna keep it a full stack. In terms yeah, of IP, and this, is, and this is also just like you know, your confirmed slate as it is at the moment. Yeah, we don't know. Like things maybe. Are you excited for Godzilla versus Kong? No, I am excited for Quiet Place Three. I'm excited for Mickey Seventeen, the Robert Pattinson Bong Joon Ho movie. Um, I'm interested in the in the new oh, Twisters, Civil War. So, oh yeah, or Jesse Plemons movie. Yeah, I'm interested in the new um, Alien movie coming later this year. Oh, yeah. You know, Be- Beetleju- Beetlejuice 2 in the fall. Ballerina, Anna de Armas, John Wick. Yep. The- exactly. Oh, Inside um, Out 2. Yeah, that, that's going to be good about the emotions of a teen. That should be big. But then there's a lot of like a stuff that's around IP, and she's like, I don't really know. There, yeah, there's some like non superhero IP coming in, like Borderlands. I don't know how that's gonna be. If I'm keeping it a stack, Craven the Hunter. Don't, I don't know how that's gonna be. Don't really care to see the new Lion King stuff. Don't really know if I want it. Yeah, like you said, Craven is questionable. Venom Three is questionable. Yeah, I'm not interested in any more Transformers movies. I don't really know if I want Beverly Hills Cop Four. Yeah, I'm not excited for that or bad. I'm not excited for the new Beverly Hills or Bad Boys for. Yeah, or Bad Boys. Oh, I just got I found something that we're going to like. It's called Wolves. Brad Pitt and George Clooney, two professional fixers who find that they've both been hired to do the same job, leading many movie goers to wonder, are we living in the 1990s? Like, let's go, fixer. That sounds fire. 
that's yeah, gonna yeah, be out. In, uh, that. That's gonna be out in September. So that's a big. That's a later. I feel like next. Oh, Venom three comes out next year too. What the fuck? Sony's just dropping all their movies next year. I see what you mean when you say it's just IP from them. Yeah, it's just you know, there, there's like interesting things that are out there. Like you know, oh, there's a mob the story. Guy, right? Alto Nights, November 15th, where Robert De Niro starring in a mob drama about mafia boss Vito Genovese. That's right, big. Right. That's huge. That's the one where he's playing two roles. Okay. So if you had to pick one, one movie like we did with TV, what's your most anticipated movie? That's, I feel like that's tougher than TV for me. I don't know, man. Um, give me maybe, an IP, give me IP and non IP. That way it'll make it easier. I would, I would say maybe Dune, just because I'm ready for it. Yeah, I'm ready for Dune for sure. But that's so early. That is an early it's gonna one. going to be here before you know it. All right, I got three. I'm going to say Dune 2 is my IP. And then my non IP is the Bike Riders slash uh, Fallout. I think the the B- B- Brad Pitt Clooney movie is gonna be fucking insane. I mean, Wolves, not Fallout. Wolves and Bike Riders. Bike Riders being the Bike Rider gang movie with Austin Butler and Tom Hardy. They say that movie's great. They pushed it back so it could be in theaters. That's how much Apple has faith in. Well, I and I guess my non IP that is IP is uh, Maxine. Oh yeah, the, the horror the, movie. The, the fin- yeah, the the final. Um, X Pearl, yeah, yeah, okay. So we should have a good year, but sweet next week, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. We're talking about that, and then, um, shit, Tokyo. No, Tokyo Vice won't be out when we record, Tokyo Vice will be the following week. But Mr. and Mrs. Smith, lit, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, yeah, and uh, and then we'll talk like some of the reality stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm I'm all, I should be almost caught up with traders, and then I'm gonna tell people about VPR, and then we could talk Love Island. I'm gonna watch it. Mine, yeah, I'm not watching VPR. Uh, you're not caught up. There's no point. You'd have to catch up, <laughs> which I begged you to do in the off time. But like, you're gonna, you're gonna understand one day. One day, you're gonna watch it and be like, oh. "Damn, Lyndon, VPR is good." But to wrap up what we're talking about, I did watch that Netflix anime. What was it called? The oh, Delicious Dungeon. Delicious Dungeon. Do you like it? It's it's interesting. <laughs> it's good, man. Like it is very like I need to watch the latest episode, but like man, it is re- How far did you get? How many episodes you watch? Oh, I've watched every every episode that's Oh, there. nice. Okay, so the last one I saw was Chill Chuck's episode where he was with the uh guy and and he was fixing all the traps and the guy was fucking it up, the cook, and he was like, "Come on, let me do my traps." That's the last one I saw. I got to watch the new one. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't okay. like Marcel. Yeah, I'm not a big Marcel fan. She kind of sucks. No. Uh, the, the one thing that this show really reminds me of is uh, Vox Machina. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, it, it does, it's very D&D. 100%. Right. It's just about cooking them. You know? It's just about cooking the monsters. <laughs> yeah. I love how the dude, the main character, he's just, like, obsessed with everything he, like, comes across. He's like, oh, I wonder how that would taste. Him and the chef, man. Him, him and the chef are insane about it. Have you watched? Or were you in One Piece? That's the real question, ladies and gentlemen. Ah, uh, same. You're oh, you're you're in the doldrums. You're taking a break. <laughs> you got to get back in it, man. <laughs> you're so close. 
Shit's popping off. When I'm at this conference, <laughs> when I'm at this, uh, when I'm at my business conference this, this upcoming weekend, I'll that's all you should do it. is watch I, One Piece. I have a lot of downtime in the hotel. I'll just be <laughs> One Piece in. That's all you should be. Do- you should. You should. A damn near finish Wano because some of the battles you have to look forward to in Egghead Garp versus Alkiji. And yeah, you got Law versus Blackbeard. You got Kid versus Shanks. You got Luffy versus the world government. Let's go. (laughs) It's intense, brother. It's intense. Zoro's fighting Ron Lucci. <laughs> Luffy's fighting Kizaru. Shit's real. <laughs> they're, they're going there. Yeah, it's intense. Like everybody has a big battle in Egghead. It's going to be intense. Like Garp not playing pirates. Bro, when I saw Garp fight, I was like, holy shit, we're seeing Garp fight now. Like legitimately. Like that shit was insane. Kobe. I forgot Kobe. Kobe. <laughs> Kobe, brother, he does some fire shit. Kobe, but he, where are his alliances? Uh, he's with Garp, so he's wherever Garp, Garp, yeah, Garp is fighting, he, Kobe's fighting. He's with Garp, so yeah, that's all you need to know. But just that—that that should make you want to catch up. The fact that we get to see Garp fight Al Kiji, the one of the members of the Blackbeard Pirates, like what? I mean, the fact that we're going to get to see Shanks fight, too. I mean, yeah, Shanks versus Eustace Kid, like, legit. And then Law versus Blackbeard? <laughs> like, the rest of the Blackbeard crew and Blackbeard, while the other half is without Kiji fighting Gark? And has that fight ended? Yes. Okay. Because my prediction in that would be, like, that uh, Law would die. You want me to tell that, you? That's like a kid. No. Okay. But I'm just saying, like, based on like everything I know about that character, like I just don't see him making that that battle. Well, but uh, that should make you want to catch up to see. It's intense. You should have said the same thing um, for Kid. Like, what? At least Law has some something. Um, like, kids fighting Shanks. But, <laughs> but Shanks, Shanks ain't gonna kill nobody. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> you, I don't know that, and I'm caught up. Shanks is just trying to party, bro. He's trying to party. Look, all I'm going to say is we do not know the result of that battle. All right. (laughs) We know the result of Um, every other one, not that one. So that wraps up everything for this episode. Lennon, let me know what's going on with the Bros. Oh, everything's dropping, brother. We got anime talk dropping with Jazz and myself. We got One Piece manga reviews. One Piece is hot right now. We got... um. The Bros Who Think podcast, Jazz has a, uh, he's producing, uh, he's the main producer in this album listening party that we're going to on Friday. So Reg and I will be holding on the Bros Who Think podcast, but that'll be dropping. And then uh, Jay for Manga Melee, th- this will be out by the time you guys hear this, has a great episode where if you haven't heard about Power World yet, I, I mentioned that he was doing it on last week's episode. I said he's, it's finally done recording. He sat with a lawyer who worked with IGN to discuss is Power World, you know, in in trouble. Like can Nintendo sue Power World? And he has a whole episode on that. So that's exciting. Y'all should definitely yeah, check that cool. out. But a lot of good stuff on the network. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube. The YouTube is getting some content that audio listeners don't get. So subscribe to YouTube. And audio listeners, y'all will start I will start making sure you get 
audio content that the YouTube doesn't get. I'm thinking in the form of wrestling thoughts. Oh, also the Workshoot Show will be out. I think some of my extra wrestling content will be audio content that I give y'all as like little reviews post-Raw. Like I think I'm going to do like mini reviews post some of these shows until I stream them. They'll be audio. And then when I stream them, they'll be audio and video. So. But yeah, all yeah, of that'll yeah, be out. Awesome. Yeah, definitely go ahead and check all that stuff. Um, if you are catching us on YouTube, please subscribe. Facts. Um, if you uh, if you are have not, if you're still listening to us on audio, go check us out on YouTube. Um, if you want to see how the sausage is made. Facts, 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 facts. Uh, so anyway, I hope everyone has a great week. Great stuff to check out this weekend. And we'll be back to talk about it next week. So for Lynn Burton, my name is Adam Schubert. Everyone have a great week. And as always, keep binging.